Yo, check this out. My name is Ezra Hill, and right now, I'm introducing you to my podcast. It's called Hill of Beans. It's a podcast about nothing and everything. My co-host Casey and I are going to be breaking down life from the perspective of two Midwestern middle-aged minds. We're not experts, just ordinary everyday people like you trying to navigate this vessel called life. And these waters can get rough. Our goal is to help keep you on course without having to abandon ship. So, I hope you'll enjoy our episodes. You just might find them inadvertently interesting and informative. And hopefully it'll amount to more than a hill of beans. My name is Ezra Hill. I'm here with my co-host, Casey. Casey, what's shaking? Well, the last time the bacon was shaken, but today, not the bacon. You know what I was doing on my way here? What? I was listening to the new Metallica CD. Yeah. Or CD or album or whatever you call them. Now. You still have CDs. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why I was like, I said the wrong thing. See, compact a download? disc. I was listening to a compact disc on my way here. Yeah. I was uh, envisioning like you went to the store and bought a CD. I was listening to, I downloaded the new Metallica album is what I said. Okay. It's called 72 Seasons. Check it out. It's uh, I wouldn't say it's their best work, but it does the job. Um, and speaking of seasons, living in Indiana, I only know of two seasons. Okay. So uh, balls this... hot and balls cold. <laughs> I don't want to know about that. That's all. I, that's in Indiana. That's all I ever feel like I get. It's either you freeze your ass off or you're sweating your ass off. I just want to go golf. Yeah. Any golf weather. Yeah. Yeah, download the Metallica album, bring your speaker out on the golf course. <laughs> you know what? I actually would on a, like an outing day, like for a fundraiser. Oh, oh, yeah. Every outing I've ever played in, somebody always brings their little speaker. Oh, yeah. You have to have music playing because outings are fun. They're not They're not super competitive. It's more yeah. about enjoying your company, the music, hitting the golf ball, and having a good time. Right. Would you say during outings there's... More risk of in- injury <laughs> oh, during an outing. Because people are drinking and balls oh, yeah. are flying everywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, I was sitting on our back deck, um, and this is right after I got my knee replaced. So I wasn't even on the golf course, but it was an outing day, and somebody duck hooked it off the tee. It hit straight into the titanium knee I just got. Ooh. Hold on, that titanium knee is so solid. It hit the knee and bounced off. Over the second level and back out into the golf course. <laughs> I did, however, have the imprint, you know, the, the ball imprint. And when the guy got up to his ball, he's like, man, that was a great shot. He came up to the house and he's like, oh my gosh, is she okay? Because they heard me scream and my husband's like, she's okay. It's titanium. <laughs> Thank God it was titanium. Uh, and you have a metal plate in your head, correct? <laughs> Not yet, Ezra. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, well, we, let's get yeah, let's well, get to talking about nothing. How about that? <laughs> a podcast about nothing and everything. Yeah, Casey hit me up and she's like, "Hey, let's do a podcast about what makes people happy." Uh, and I was like, "Sure, sure, man, whatever." Yeah, H A P P Y. So, when when you wanted to do this, why did you want to do this? Uh, I think you know. Happiness is what everybody seeks. Yeah. And we're chasing it our whole life. Um, let me let me ask you this. Hmm. What if I told you the purpose of life isn't to find happiness? Ooh. Is that what you're going to tell me? I just did. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
the because of life I, I used to think, I don't know. I, I mean, think, why? Tell me I why. I used to think the same thing, that uh, I'm in this constant pursuit of happiness. I got to figure out what makes me happy. I got to find happiness. I got to find happiness. But I sort of felt like it was a losing battle um, because I kept getting left disappointed. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, and, and so I, you know, I do a lot of, uh, self-reflection and self-help and, and reading and meditating and that type of thing. And someone once told me that actually I've heard it from a, a couple of different, one was a, a mentor that I, uh, knew personally and that I would have conversations with. The other one is a guy that I follow. His name's, uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson. Have you ever heard of him? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you liar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you yeah. guys, I just lied. Uh, okay. <laughs> but he well, knew because I, I smiled. See, basically, what they both have, what I was told and what I've heard from Dr. Peterson is that basically our purpose in life is to serve a purpose like and, and mainly serve others. And it's not a mission of trying to get out and seek happiness because they basically were saying if you serve others and you're constantly trying to make a difference and improve your situation, not only for yourself, but others, the happiness is just there, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to go seek out happiness. It's just there. Mm. Does that make any sense at all? And and it's very, it it was very, uh, for me, I was kind of like, what? Well, you you just went really deep right out of the gate. (laughs) Yeah. that's. uh, I mean, very, very uncommon for Hilla Beats. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) I I guess this is going to get deep guys. So, well, I I don't know how much deeper I'm going to go than that, but that's sort of, I think I understand what you're saying. Um, that was sort of where I'm at in my life right now. Yeah. Is that's sort of my conclusion to what I think happiness is. Mm-hmm. And it's it's tough. It's a struggle uh, because I feel like society wants us to all be selfish. Mm-hmm. So anyways, you put together a list of... Yeah, so just, you, you marinate on that for a little bit, what well, I just said. I d- yeah, I am. And you put together a list here yeah. of what you think... I just think that when I, so I said, I feel like people are chasing happiness and I I guess I want to talk about some of those things that make people happy, Mm -hmm. um, or that can also lead Mm -hmm. to natural happiness. Um, and I think you just kind of hit a big one out of the gate, which, um, and listen, I'm going to make sure I'm picking up what you're putting down. But what I heard is being a servant and helping others instead of just focusing completely on yourself is a natural reward that makes you feel good and that lifts you on its own. Is that, is -hmm. that right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. And I, I totally agree with being a servant. Um, when I say servant, that means putting others before yourself and looking in and add each other people to see where you can help instead of just focusing on yourself because there's such a great reward from that and that brings you happiness naturally. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Okay. So, um, let's start talking about some of these. Um, there's a list here 
that they say that these things make people happy. Let's start at the number 10 and work our way down to number one. Okay. Okay. And I want to hear what you think about these. Okay. All right. Number 10. <laughs> Watching TV. <laughs> I do love me. I do love my it shows. It made the 10th <laughs> spot. Watching TV makes people happy. Well, I mean, uh, I do find myself sometimes uh, getting excited for the next episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I uh, I am a sports fan, so I enjoy watching sports too. So I, I can see where that brings brings some happiness and joy. However, I was quite uh, miserable when Purdue got beat in the first round of the NCAA <laughs> tournament, dude. Because I was at I was at El Emporium, it was packed, and I was IU played after us, so there's a bunch of IU people there, and dude, they were just rubbing it in. Oh yeah, it was terrible. I can imagine. It was it was terrible, and I was uh, not in a good place. So that yeah. day, watching TV did not make you happy. No. <laughs> In fact, I wish I hadn't even watched the damn game because I was in a great mood <laughs> until that game started. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I, I think uh, I think probably watching. I, I do love good documentaries. You mm, know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I love documentaries. I love true crime. Um, so I, I see where that can bring some joy to people. I just wouldn't recommend that that's all you do. Right. So that's exactly <laughs> right. I feel like there's got to be a balance. We love our TV, but if you do it too much, you're going to miss out on other things in life. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. So like yes. making sure that you're just not a couch potato and all you do is that. Yeah. There's a balance. I think you should, uh, have, uh, you should watch TV in, in small doses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, that was number ten. Let's go to number nine. Good health. I, jeez, good health is number nine. I know. I would have put that probably up there around number one or two. <laughs> well, we do have an issue going on right now with food, fast food, <laughs> in in yeah, America. I, I, We're overserved. I, People are unhealthy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's why I. Yeah, good health, I think, is very, very, very important um, because um, if you're not healthy, you're going to be miserable and then you're going to become depressed and you're going to struggle and you're going to have insecurities and then you're going to your mind's going to rabbit hole. (laughs) Yeah. And then you're just going to continue to turn to food and eat Mm, because mm -hmm. you think, well. When I eat for that little bit of time, you feel better. I feel good because I love, like, don't get me wrong. I love me a deluxe pizza too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love, Ooh, yeah. I love, I love pasta. a deep dish. I love a deep dish. Deep, the deeper, the better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love, I love wings. You name it. Taco Bell, man. I freaking love Taco Bell, but uh, <laughs> that stuff is crap. And I struggled, man. I, I got up to where I was almost at 250 pounds. And I finally had to be like, look, this this isn't working. It was terrible. I, I was insecure. I had to um, figure out what the hell I was doing. And I had to cut all that bullshit out. All the all the crap. The, the stuff that they make fast food with and all that, it's just terrible. Don't and the, I don't I don't 
buy into all that plant-based stuff either. I think that's just as bad as anything else. Just eat clean meat and you'll be fine. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> uh, but not, not only that, I mean, I do think you should exercise as well. Yeah. Uh, but I don't mean going to the, uh, I don't mean like having the attitude of, man, yo, I live so much that, dude, it's hard being this big. You know, you don't, <laughs> you don't even, do you even lift, bro? Do you even know what it's like? You wouldn't understand me and my gym family. <laughs> yeah. You know, so uh, I think, you know, if you want to get swole, go for it, but you're going to end up battling injury. If you want to get what? Swole. <laughs> what the heck is swole? That means when you get jacked, like you're lifting weights and okay. you start getting ripped. Yeah. So what would you call it for a girl? Swole? Yeah, girls can get swole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but I do agree with, like, I will say, um, you know, I typically weigh, you know, about 180. And I... Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you just admitted that on the I, Yes, I do. She, she's got courage, folks. Yes. Um, but I will say um, I feel better and my confidence is better. When I have a plan in place where I know I'm intentionally taking care of myself with exercise and food, um, and it radiates through my attitude, um, because I feel like I'm taking care of myself. So it does bring me some happiness. I'll never be that person where it's going to control my life. I'm just not that person. I'm happy, you know, when I've been smaller or bigger, um, it's not the root of my happiness, but I, I do feel like it does bring me happiness and rewards when I, you know, uh, pay attention to it. Yeah. Um, I agree. I've never, a lot of people say this and I agree. I've never gone to the gym and worked out or done some, some form of exercise and said, man, I wish I hadn't done that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's hard to get motivated and to go to the gym, especially on leg day. Yeah. <laughs> Cause legs suck. <laughs> I have, a, I have a bone to pick with you right now. What's that? Dude, you just said like mm, five minutes ago that you had weighed a two fifty. I just said yeah. what I weigh. Mm-hmm. Is, is it different? Like a guy can say it, but a girl can't. Well, generally, well, with my experience, women don't want to talk about that. <laughs> this is true. This is true. But here's the uh, thing. On Facebook, people, women won't put on their profile their weight or age. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? That's not, I. It, that that makes me sad. Every woman is built differently. I'm 5'7". Yeah. I'm an athlete. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody, no matter what that scale says, I don't, you can be short and curvy, tall and curvy, lean, just blessed by your genes. You know, we need to all be happy with our shape and who we are, whatever our weight is. Um, but I, I do think that you're right. I mean, women do have, they don't say it, they're afraid to say it Mm -hmm. and they need to be okay with it. It's okay. I I would agree with that. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Um, all right. Also, w- real quick, uh, as far as good health goes, I, I'm 45 now, so I got a colonoscopy coming up. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun. Uh, yeah. Not. Not looking forward to that. Let me know how that goes. Uh, I'm sure it'll be uh, an experience, but I'll. I think they put you to sleep, right? Hopefully, it goes smooth. <laughs> <laughs> you'll probably. <laughs> you'll probably hope I wake up during the process, won't you? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I might wish that. Yeah. 
Okay, what's gotta, number gotta eight? Get the, gotta, get, gotta get everything checked out. We cannot be hung up on your butt right now. I know. It's, not something <laughs> it's definitely not something I'm looking forward to, because uh, that's generally an exit-only port. Okay, there we go. People, we are moving on to number eight. Okay, personal freedom makes people happy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hell, yeah. Wrap that in a bow. Freedom America. <laughs> Uh, well, people don't like to be told what to do. We know that. Right. <laughs> That's kind of why uh, I've. T- I, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but in general, I've had conversations talking about most of my career. I've managed people uh, with my business, and uh, it's extremely difficult because people don't like to, to be told what to do. They don't like to follow rules. They think they're smart enough to figure everything out on their own. Uh, but you have just in society in general, you have to have structure and rules. Otherwise, it's chaos. And uh, but personal freedom c- can go a lot of different ways. I mean, I- I'm also a firm believer in, you know, mind your own business. Let people do what they want to do, you know. Um, and, and then I think uh, financial freedom is a really big deal as well. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Personal freedom and financial freedom, I feel like, are totally two different things. Well, oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, could, personal I freedom, that. I feel like, is. You but know, I think it ties into personal freedom because if you're fina- if you're financially free, it enables you to do a lot of things. Uh, true. And it, it, you know, and it goes back to what they say when they're like, you know, find a career that you love, and then it's not work, you know, that type of thing. I think that gives you a a sense or a feel of freedom, you know, mm-hmm. where you're not like feeling like you're being managed and you're stuck and you're, ro- you're yeah, robotic. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Because that, that all like personal freedom is your right to make your own decisions and this and that. And when you do get into, you know, financial trouble, your hands are tied, right? So you don't have that freedom. Yeah. So I can yeah, see where you brought those when together. You get, when you get into heavy debt and you're financially strapped and I, and I'm saying this because I've been there. Mm, me too. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, once you pay your bills, there's nothing left. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean you can't be happy broke. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can, but it really limits on what you can do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, it makes sense. You can't, you're not gonna be able to go out and get new clothes. You're not gonna be able to take vacations. And, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, uh, and it's not, I don't feel it's taught enough to younger kids that, you know, when you first start getting paychecks and making money, to save money, you know, mm-hmm. everybody just wants to go out and blow their paycheck because they see what people have on TV and they're like, I want that, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, based on each person's income, what they can and can't do, definitely different, right? Because right. if I'm a person that wants to take a lot of vacations and travel the world and this and that, but I probably make, you know, two, $300,000 a year, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed yeah. to somebody who works and makes about $30,000 yeah. a year, that financial freedom looks different in what you can do regardless. Right. Yeah, and I will say this. If, say, you don't make two or $300,000 a year, it doesn't mean you can't travel the world. Because actually, no, I actually have a friend that does it on a very extremely low budget. Now, she doesn't go and stay at five-star hotel resorts and all that yeah. stuff. But she has been all over the world and seen some amazing places. And I'm like, damn. That's true. That. You could actually quit your job, put a backpack on your back, and say peace. 
You could if you don't have responsibilities. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got kids. I got a business to run. Oh, so yeah. I can't just. Although, you know, I think retirement is very important because that is going to be a key to your personal freedom. You know, at some point you want to retire and not have to, you know, work and do the daily grind. You want to enjoy the rest of your years you have left on on Earth. Amen. Well said. All right, next one. Ooh, this one is good. Religion makes people happy. Hmm, does it? Does it? Or does it make uh, them fight? My, or? Well, my, my, my religion and faith makes me happy because it saved me and it keeps me from becoming an uncontrolled madman capable mm. of bad things. Mm. Like if I didn't have my... If I didn't have my religion and faith, they, they might be making a documentary about me right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be uh, interesting. I would definitely but, uh, watch it. Religion is very controversial. However, uh, a lot of people, when they're down and out, man, the it last is, they thing fight. they people have. People fight over this. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people, when they're down and out, the last thing they have to turn to is God. Because the way the way God and, and religion works, at least from my perspective as a as a christian uh is uh god doesn't care what you do or what you say no matter how bad you feel your life is or how bad you how bad you have sinned god will forgive you Mm -hmm. Uh, but but i also respect other religions too i'm not going to say my religion is the only religion uh and that if you don't believe in what i believe you're going to burn in hell i don't i don't I, I respect all religions and cultures, um, and, and I'm not one to impose on other people. So I think if you're really grounded in your religion and you try and walk the walk, it, it does bring you happiness internally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I believe, you know, we can go to a church in, and to a building and worship with other people that are in are on the same path as us. But I do believe at the end of the day while I love that support and I love listening to the message, that relationship between me and God is so personal Mm -hmm. and you don't have to step into a building to have that relationship. You don't have to step into a church to have that relationship. Right. You can simply call on God yourself and talk to him yourself and if you're a Christian in the Bible, you know, dive in yourself. You can have a personal relationship with God on your own, not just through that, but through the way you act and treat people. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, you know, and, and if you're out there and say you're not religious or you, and maybe you've never been a part of religion, um, you know, do some research and, and look into it, attend a church. Uh, or a lot of churches now you can listen online. Um, I know that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Um and just sort of the church itself offers guidance and sort of accountability and responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that goes along with trying to and support. Yes. Yeah. Uh, support's a big one. Yes. Yeah. Because a lot of people, when they, you know, feel like they, they've hit rock bottom and lost all hope. And, and so a lot of times because they don't have a support system and mm-hmm. you can find that in a church. And I highly recommend that. Um, and if you, you know, attend church and you, you read the Bible and you pray, uh, you can, you'll uncover a sense of peace 
mm-hmm. as well. And mm-hmm. it will help with a lot of other things you have going on in your life, which will help ease your tension to where you're not so reactive or triggered to what you read on Facebook or, you know, what kind of political flyer you get in the mail. Right, right. It does. It does bring a lot of peace for sure. Um, all right. You know, we could do a whole podcast on religion, so we'll hold that one for a minute, um, and stick there. So, um, let's go ahead and go to giving back to others. Yeah. I think that's a huge one. Kind of what I talked on, talked about when we dove into this was serving others. Um, you know, I know at least for me personally, well, and it has to do with your intentions. You know, are you giving back to someone or serving someone because you want people to be like, look at me, look what I'm doing. I donated, you know, this amount of money to this organization. Look what I'm doing, you know, to to build yourself up, to try and make yourself seem like this selfless, right, righteous person. Or are you doing it? to actually do good mm. you know like when mm. i do things i don't what's the intent i try not to tell anyone the intention behind it right i mm-hmm. try not to tell anyone or brag about it or anything like that because that's completely not why we're supposed to do that um, mm-hmm. and but you know if if i do on occasion it's usually to uh bring awareness to what's going on mm-hmm. uh but i think um you know, in general, even if it's as simple as, you know, serving your neighbor, does your neighbor need help with something, mm-hmm. you know, just helping them out, being a good neighbor, that goes a long way, uh, as well. Yeah. What, what do you think? Um, I am completely a hundred percent and I try to live my life with synergy. And to me, that is a key piece and it's giving back to others, supporting others, um, because I believe in, in energy and when you give back to others that it all comes full circle mm-hmm. and that creates happiness. Yeah. Because if you're just thinking about yourself, I don't see any, you know, of that synergy being created. Um, but I, I think when you put yourself out there and you give back and, and you become a servant and you help others that naturally comes back to you because there's going to be a time when you need people mm-hmm. and you need help. Yeah. And those people that you stepped up for, a lot of them are going to be there because that's who we're designed to be. Mm-hmm. You respond yeah. that way yeah. naturally. I mean, I believe in that. So uh, yeah, it, I, I think it equals happiness. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I, yeah, you can't I, go wrong with helping others. Yeah. I, uh, well, it gives you a sense of purpose. Mm. And I think everyone feels that they need some type of purpose in life because when you feel like you don't matter or you don't have a purpose or it doesn't matter if you're here or not, you know, once, when you start having those thoughts, it's very bad. And then all of a sudden your, your life starts going in a direction you don't want it to go. Right. Right. So if you, if you're feeling that way and you want to start turning around, then one of the first things you could do is just start helping other people. Yeah. If you can, if you're able to. All right. The next one, number five, we're getting there is forgiveness. Forgiveness makes people happy, Ezra. Mm, That's a, yeah, I would say there's truth to that, but that's extremely difficult. Um, And I think, I think it's, there's a saying forgiveness doesn't, Oh, doesn't mean reconciliation. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay. Meaning at some point you have to forgive someone for something they did so you can move on. But it doesn't necessarily mean 
you have to, you know, become friends with them or have a relationship with them or anything like that. But uh, it's <clears throat> for your own peace of mind to be able to deal with life and things that have happened to you. You have to um, you have to learn to forgive. And it's extremely difficult. And I struggle with that myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even if it comes down to forgiving myself for things I've done, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's so hard to do. Yeah. My, my past haunts me like Freddy haunts Elm Street. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you don't want me to get in the closet and dig out the skeletons? No, but, you know, but <laughs> no, you, it's important, I think, you have some point in your life. You need to uh, confront some of those things uh, because burying them and pushing them away doesn't ne- isn't necessarily good for you mm-hmm. and how you're going to handle things going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and and you need to learn to forgive someone when they don't ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you have to learn to do that too. Mm-hmm. I believe completely in. Letting go, letting go of hurt. Um, and I, I think if you dwell and you don't forgive, so, you know, say, Ezra, you've hurt me and I'm unwilling to move on. Um, I'm going to get in this negative ball of energy in myself and in my inner self, and it's going to come out in other ways in my life. I feel like a person has more opportunity to move on to be successful as a person when they can choose to forgive. But you can say, I do forgive you for what you've done. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a good idea that we hang out, but I want you to know I forgive you. I agree. And because I think it's perfectly okay to cut people off Mm -hmm. and cut them out of your life. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, especially when. Especially when it's not healthy. Right. And if they aren't showing any signs of changing their behavior, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I definitely. And that's a tough one, too. That's a really Mm -hmm. tough one, because a lot of people uh, don't think that cutting someone out of your life, even if it's family, a lot of times they don't think that's an option. Mm -hmm. But it is. It is. And you can do that and not hang on to a grudge, but. It's easier to get over when you forgive and then, you know, just not have that relationship anymore. Is that right? I agree. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're getting closer. Number four, showing gratitude makes people happy. Or when they're shown gratitude, Mm -hmm. showing or when they're shown. Yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, I think everyone in general should stop and take a few minutes to smell the flowers uh, and be thankful that you're walking on this earth and that you're waking up and, you know, live in the moment. Uh, You hear that all the time, uh, but it's absolutely 100% 100 true. Uh, But unfortunately, people don't do that. The past creates depression and anxiety. And when you don't stop and, and look at the things that are good in your life and what you have to be thankful for, you're going to become consumed with consumed with negativity. And uh, so I think gratitude goes a long way. Uh, you need to be thankful whether you believe in God or not. You just need to be 
thankful in general and stop and pause and enjoy the moment. But I, I give thanks to God a lot of times, you know, especially for my kids and just my situation. Um, you know, uh, just to remind myself, Hey, there's people out there that have it a lot worse than I do, mm, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm very thankful that, you know, I'm healthy or I have a good job or I've, you know, done this or that. Keeping things in perspective. Right. Right. Yes. Because it's important to do that. So you don't lose what exactly what you're saying. You don't lose perspective of things because something bad could happen tomorrow. We don't, mm. I, I mean, I could get, you know, really sick or something tomorrow. We don't, you don't What know. we complain about today there's something else that could happen that's much worse that would make that current situation that we were just not being grateful about look totally different. Yeah. And the challenges and and difficult experiences we have in life just make us better and stronger. And so I think I even thank God for all the challenges I've experienced because it's a part of who I am and and what's made me who I am. Mm Mm-hmm. Gratitude equals happiness. Being grateful equals happiness. Yeah, it's a contributor. Okay. (laughs) I think there's a lot of contributors. I think it contributes a lot, actually. Because more and more people... Grateful people people are happy people, Ezra. Yes, and people out there need to be more grateful (laughs) about shit. Stop Stop complaining. (laughs) Yes. Amen. Amen. All right. Number three. Positive thinking makes people happy. Uh, this is a no-brainer. Yeah, one hundred. This is a no-brainer. No-brainer, but it's a it's a uh, big one because it's absolutely one hundred percent true. A lot of people think that they can't control their thoughts, but it is. It's it's not easy at first. You have to uh, just learn to do it. And, and thankfully, I've been able to do that myself because I've had been in some bad situations where things were out of my control and there wasn't anything I could do, but I had to force my mind to think about something else uh, that was positive so I wouldn't sink down into this depression of, oh my God, my life is over. I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do without this girl. Have you ever, (laughs) have you guys ever had that person, um, you know, now that they call her the negative Nancy, like no matter what you say, they see the bad. Oh yeah. And you just like bring in the whole situation down, the whole group down. It it sucks. Uh, the Debbie Downer. Debbie Downer. Yes. Uh, Yeah. It's, um, man, it's, uh, those people are so difficult to have around and to deal with because it's just almost, how do they get stuck there? Like it's, it's an internal unhappiness that they have. They're, they're unhappy with their life for whatever reason, but they tend to take it out on other people. And it's unfortunate because she, she I say she, whoever it is, male, female, or non-binary. Right. Right. <laughs> they, uh, Somebody. Is that what was it? Is that, I don't know. Is that what we're doing now? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, whatever struggles they have, they can change and fix. And and sometimes, a lot of times people don't have the tools or the resources or know how to do it, but you can seek it and find it. But simply because of whatever in their life or multiple things they're unhappy with, it's just creating them to have a negative outlook on everything. Mm -hmm. And they just want to, and, and because they're unhappy, or miserable or whatever words you want to use, they project it out on other people and they just blame other people for everything. So when, you know, Hey, I'm, I hate roundabouts and they put a roundabout here, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like the reality is 
okay, you might not like roundabouts, but it's not that big of a deal. It's there's something else going on there. <laughs> They're you know, always people, looking for something if people to are complain road about. raging at you. Yeah, if people are road raging, it's something internal that goes beyond just traffic. You know? mm-hmm. Oh, I hate road rage. That's another topic. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I agree. Okay, positive thinking 100% lifts people up. We're getting closer to the number one, but number two is meaningful work makes people happy. Yes, 100%. Meaningful work, whether it be voluntary or you're getting paid, um, contribute to society, help people out, make a difference in your community. Uh, that's what people need to be doing. Um you know, not sitting at home watching TV and then complaining about stuff on social media isn't doing jack shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, tell us how you really feel. It's not meaningful, <laughs> okay? You're making things worse. <laughs> I think uh, when people engage in, in things uh, where they lose track of time, where they're really happy, that is something meaningful. So, like, you know... I know that you just said gaming's not meaningful, right? Gaming? Did you say is that gaming? What I, said? I said watching TV. Oh. <laughs> oh wait, well, that is something that makes people happy. <laughs> wait, so gaming uh, does, but Ga- well, so does okay, TV. Look, I'm not a game. Yes, but I, I, I'm just saying that sometimes rather than playing, video maybe games they mean or meaningful TV, to the person. Well. Meaningful, yeah, yes, that that could be true too. Because each person could like find yes. something else. Because you can do things around your house or whatever that's meaningful to you. Yes, I, I understand. What you're meaningful saying. work could be yeah. gardening. To me, my definition. Yeah, you're right. My definition of meaningful work is like doing something positive that's making a difference. I don't. I'm not a gamer, so <laughs> I don't view video games as something positive. But I mean, I, it's entertainment, I guess. Right. So I guess if that's if entertaining yourself is meaningful, then yeah, go for it. So whatever is meaningful, I guess, to that person, um, yeah. that doesn't bring them down, that um, they feel good about after they've done it, mm-hmm. maybe I, that looks different for each yeah, person. I, I just think that if you, you know, volunteer or help out. I think that's coming back to your being a servant and yeah, getting I, out there and helping people. Yes, that's to me, meaningful. that carries more weight than, oh, man, I just... Took first place in Mario Kart, yo. I love Mario. <laughs> Ezra, I love Mario Kart. I do too, but it does. I mean, it doesn't really bring me much meaning. I don't. Think. <laughs> oh, no, pl- if you're if you're playing with your kids and it's, I have, you're having I've, fun and memories, yeah. that's different. But if you're at home playing video games solo, you need to get a life. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Me and me and Willow have been playing, and uh, she keeps beating me, so I'm not happy about that. But she is seven, um, and so it's a way that we bond. I feel good about it. Are we? Yeah. Are you ready to hit number one? What number one on the list is family and relationships makes people happy. I would say, it, yes, meaningful relationships do. Amen. Uh, now we all have those family members mm. and those friends or coworkers that make things extremely difficult. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a wide. They say family and relationships, but. It can be positive and negative. Correct. I think, yeah, a good family bond where uh, everyone respects everyone and and same with your your spouse or work relationships or whatever. I think, yes, those can be very, very positive. And, And, you know, your friendships, you know, your crew, when you go out with your crew, you have fun. You guys, you have a bond, you know, you, uh. 
uh, they're going to lift you up when you're down and, and you mm-hmm. can do the same. So yes, I, I definitely hang out with your friends and family on good, I would say healthy relationships is, is good and healthy and can yeah. bring happiness. Mm-hmm. I definitely would say my family is what makes me the happiest. Um, I have three brothers, my parents, um, and then obviously my three boys, Willow, my husband, um, and a very large family, which my, my grandmother had 12 kids. So I have a lot of cousins, over 70 cousins. Cousins are awesome. Uh Uh-huh. Um, both sides are amazing. I can say foundationally for me, family is number one. Um, but I have a very healthy relationship with them. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know what I'd do without them, but they do bring so much joy to my life for sure. Um, okay. Well, I feel like we hit, you know, on a general list, the top 10 things that make people happy. Yeah. And maybe at some point we'll dive back into this again. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if we discover something that wasn't on the list that we think can bring happiness. Um, we know of other things that people think make them happy, but should they be doing yeah, and it? Everyone noticed <laughs> should mo- they be doing money it? wasn't on the list. <laughs> money was not on the list. Money's not on the list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're wrapping this one up. Um, this was a good little podcast about nothing uh so nothing and everything we'll catch you on the next one and i don't know what that's gonna be about (laughs) peace out